Wham bam, thank you ma'am. Here we are, once again, meeting together for the podcast. I can't believe it's our second episode already. I'm so Is it excited. Recorded? Yes. Oh. Red. But it's like... Yeah, but you can still hear it. Look, we've just been through all this. I'm not doing the gherkin crunches again. Excellent. Okay. So, the movie that we're watching, we have watched today. Yeah, so we've, we've watched our bad movie for the week. Um, truth or dare? Bloomhouse is truth or dare. Bloomhouse is truth or dare. Um, which I'm not quite sure why we have to say it, but it says on Wikipedia that that's what the official title is. I think they made it, like, stylistic, which, to be honest, like, I don't know why they would put their name on this, because they have Insidious, they already have Get Out, Paranormal Activity 2, all of those movies that are, like, lower budget, but were still really, really successful. Mm. This movie, low budget, still successful, but not good. Successful in what way? Well, it did really well, because it made in 85, what way? No, 85 yeah. <laughs> million dollars. In the money, yeah. So, Financially, it did well because of Lucy Hale. I yeah. think she was carrying that project. Like her star quality? I, don't, I wouldn't or say she's a star ability. quality, but just <laughs> her being well known from Pretty Little Lies. Yeah, and um, Old Mate from... Wolf. Yeah, Wolf. that guy. I didn't know where he's from, but yeah, Team Wolf. Tyler Posse. Tyler. Is that yeah. how you say his last Posey? name? Posey. Posse. Posey. Posey. Probably Posey. <laughs> I would go by Wolf. the rules of grammar, and I'm gonna say Posey. A bit oh, of a man. poser. I, I just mean. yeah, this movie. I mean, I knew it was gonna be bad because of Lucy Hale, because I don't like her. Not a fan. Not a I'm fan. Not of a fan. Lucy Hale. I don't like her, and I don't like that guy either. I think Team Wolf was a waste of time. Ugh. I know, I don't, do it, not like him either. Team, no. I've never seen the original Team Wolf way back when. Yeah, neither. Um, a reboot. I wasn't alive back then, I don't care. I don't to... think we were. No. But I mean, so we've got Truth or Dare, directed by Jeff Wa- uh, Wadlow. Wadlow? Wadlow? Wadlow. Wade, no, it wouldn't be Wadlow. Wadlow. It'd be either wa- Wadlow Wadlow. Or... <laughs> <laughs> you always that voice. I always do that voice. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, yeah. Do Do you know? I guess, or you, or you, you already got. Do you know how many people wrote this? Four people. <laughs> yes. Including the director. <laughs> including the director. Wrote but this. not one person could get a single idea out in that time. That was worth actually filming. No. Should we just jump right in? I mean, I think we've gone over the basics. Like, it wasn't rated well by the critics. No. 14% on Rotten Tomatoes. 14%, 4.7 on IMDb. Two out of whatever on Rotten Two out of four. Four, yeah. Which, he, which is so bad. This movie was surprisingly short as well. One and a half hours. That's a short movie to me now because most movies are, like, close to two. I was worried it was going to be two. I was kind of like... Yeah, I was looking at it and I was thinking, I fucking hope this isn't long. And then I saw on like the thing it was like one minute forty five or something, and I was like, hmm. you know what, I can rock with that. Um, would you like to hit us with a plot synopsis? For, okay. Because we do this. So you gonna, should I do like a? Are you gonna improv it? Yeah, I can improv it. Okay. I got it. I remember. I literally watched it like a few hours ago. Yeah, so, same. But I wouldn't be able to. Okay, so I'm gonna go like from the start. I'm not gonna be like, oh my god, three friends have been like, no, I'm going from the start. Okay, so we start off with this girl. She's in a gas station and she answers. She goes up to buy some cigarettes and she's like, Cigarellos? 
and then she was like, por favor, like, obviously, because this guy doesn't understand her. Is she in Mexico? Yeah. Okay, fine. She's in Mexico. What is? And so um, she's at the counter trying to buy these cigarettes, and then you hear this creepy voice, like, truth or dare, whatever the fuck her name is. And then she's like, no, like, she's like freaking out. And then she says dare, and then she lights this chick on fire. And you're meant to be like, oh my god, what the fuck? But it's like, because this movie is PG as well, there's never any violence, Mm. never any gore. So it's kind of like, they're trying to be gross, and they're trying to be, like, scary, but it just misses the mark, because it's literally a PG-13 movie. Because they had to get all the Lucy Hales fans in somehow. That's true, I didn't even think about that. And Tyler Posey's, I guess. So anyway, so we cut to these, this girl who's played by Lucy Hale, I can't remember her name, Olivia. Um... And so she's going on this, like... Spring break. Spring break. It's spring break, but she's oh, sorry, planning yes. on going on the house building thing because she wants to do some good. And then her friend's like, I told them that you got shingles, so you can't come. And once we get out of this, we're going to build heaps of houses together. But you have to come to Mexico with us so we can all get drunk and party. Which is, I assume, what Americans do on spring break. Mm-hmm. I guess Mexico is like the Bali of uh, the yeah, United States. Yeah, I suppose States. so. Yeah, it is. Um, Cheap. Cheap and ravaged by tourists. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, um, yeah, they get to Mexico. It's a great time. We've got heaps of, like, found footage, Snapchat shit, which I hated more than anything. Mm -hmm. And then, um, basically, they meet this guy, and he takes them to this creepy place. Mind you, this girl is meant to be super moralistic, super cautious. She's clearly the boring friend. Mm. And everyone's like oh my god, we should totally, like, not go to this creepy place that this guy you just met said we should go to. And she's like, no, guys, come on, let's just do it. It'll be fine. They get there, and it's not fine. He's a total psycho. Basically, they start playing truth or dare, and then he's like... And then he just reveals the entire premise of the movie. They get home, and then they get brought into this game, and, like, all of them die. Yeah, That's pretty much it. Yeah, slowly. I actually predict, like, because I have a tough time remembering characters' names, I wrote down (laughs) all the characters' names and then, like, a little thing next to them so I could remember them. And then I... Maybe I... (laughs) Put which order I thought they would die in. Oh, my God. And in which order they actually died in. And I was Oh, my God, work! You were so right! But... With a couple, I was just, like, one or two. But I was like, okay, <laughs> judging by who, like, the weight of their character and how much of a dick they were, you could tell kind of when they were going to die. Like, obviously, the yeah. one who was the biggest dick. Ron Ron. Ron Ron Ronnie. Who was my personal favourite character. <laughs> <laughs> um, of course, he's the one that's going to die, die first. Die first, yeah. And then, it, I mean, there were obviously characters like Tyson and Penelope who were, like, the two kind of hangers-on who you can yeah. tell were not going to last long. I no. mean, the entire character of Penelope was literally just that she drinks. And she likes she, Yeah, she, she had this alcohol. alcoholic problem. But then... She's like, yeah, she's like drinking the time in Mexico. She makes in that really strong mojito. Oh, and, like, and then Whoa. she drinks and falls on that thing. And then she... And then like, her boyfriend, nothing. old mate uh, Tyson. Which is a stupid name for this guy. He was clearly going to die. He was the douchebag, but not as douchey as Ronnie, but... Yeah. He, he was going to die, and he, and, he, and he did. Spoiler, of course. This yeah. whole pod oh, is yeah. a spoiler. But not that you're going to watch this movie anyway. No. We would hope not. Um, yeah, so it's pretty repetitive once you... 
I mean, because, like, this movie kind of is in three acts on, like, the first yes. 30 minutes, the middle 30 minutes, and the last 30 minutes. Or, actually, no, it's more like the last 15. Like, there is very little stuff that kind of happens in the first 30 minutes. Like, as soon as the guy that the guy Carter or Sam or whatever his name is that introduces him to the game as soon as he mm. tells you what's going to happen it's kind of like okay now we know that that's going to happen and now we know like exactly how the movie is going to go for the next 45 minutes or whatever like we get half an hour in and nothing has even happened in relation to like someone dying or someone having to do a dare or anything like it literally, we get to the half hour point and finally it starts happening. Like, that's yes. a third of the way into the movie. And then after that second act, I really, really lost interest. I yeah. just did not care for any of the characters, whether they were going to live or die by the end of it. And the way this movie works is it's established the rules of the game mm. and it kind of then goes back on the rules, <laughs> which super pissed oh, me off. Oh, that was so annoying Like when she said, yeah, whatever, truth. And then they were like... No, you can't do that <laughs> anymore, yeah. man. I was, I was like, so oh. pissed off. They kind of justified it. No. By, no, by they were playing by the original rules where they had to do two da- two truths we'll and then a dare. We'll get to that later because I am... Okay, look. With horror movies... We'll just get to it now. With horror movies, it's like... <laughs> you need I'm to not set a fan, the rules of the universe? I'm not a, no, it's like I'm not a fan of horror movies per se. Like, I don't really like them. I know some people go out of their way, but it's like... To me, a horror movie or a thriller movie is something that could actually happen to me, which I am, like, yeah. deathly scared of. Like, that's, like, my perfect horror movie. Something that would scare me is something that could actually happen. Like, I know for a lot of people, like, demons and spirits and stuff are definitely real things, but it's so lazy to just kind of say, blame everything on spirits. Yes. And it happens all the time in horror movies, and it's just such an easy way out because it's, like... What could make people do this? Oh, yeah. Mexican spirits. Mm. Brujeria. Whatever they can find. It's, like, so boring. It's so lazy. I agree, actually, with that point. And especially the way that this is formatted, because it's around the Truth or Dare game. Yeah. It just loses something, too, because it's something you do when you're young. Yeah. And then, so why is... I still don't understand why the spirit is, like, with this. Well, the only... They, and, like, the, the, the annoying thing with this movie is they always do things that in the real world would, like, not work, but they would just, they just kind of instantly justify it with one line. Like, for example, about, like, the chick not being able to be, the chick who's on the run, who set the lady on fire in the first yeah. part of the movie, they later go on to find her to try and get a solution to the game. She's somehow not reachable, but she's checking her Facebook. Mm. And then they're like, oh, she messaged it. Like, they were like... You know, I was like, they're going to fucking find this chick. Like, there's apparently an investigation for her. She's on the run, yet she's using Facebook. And then they were like, oh, no, she messaged us from a fake account. And then, like, 45 minutes later, they're like, Olivia, we tracked your IP. You, we know that fake account you made was you. It's like, every time they'd, like, do, like, a little one line that just justifies an entire plot hole. Like, with the spirits, they literally just said, oh, well, a demon can can possess anything. It can be a person, a place, a thing, an idea, even a game. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's like, oh my god. It was. Should we? Let's go from the beginning, from the top. Firstly, yeah. Marky, what kind of name is that for a girl? I don't I'm understand. So what is it? What, what is it short, short for? for? 
Margie. Marguerite. Mm. Yeah. Friendship. Why would you go by Marky? Sorry, that's my dog. <laughs> my dog. Whoop. Um, and yeah. we've straight away off the bat of the film, we're established that Marky is a bitch. Marky is a bitch and a slut. And they yes. And <laughs> but I straight away she's like, oh yeah, you know how you're going to do volunteering. Nah, I've unsigned that. you from that. And You've you're got doing the what shingles. I want you to do. And then Lucy Hale is like. Marky, I love you so much. But yeah. that's not what I wanted to do. And then she was like, well, you're doing it. She was like, okay. Like, every, like, she she would have had to pay money to go on that trip. Yeah. And they would have had to book it. And like, uh, and I wrote down. flights. You're not going to get them back. With a quote I wrote, <laughs> it's the first thing I wrote. Between me and the world, I choose you is one of the quotes, like, that they say to each other. That's such a weird fucking thing to say. Considering to a that friend. their their uh, relationship is clearly very fucked up, they yeah. don't trust each other. They have issues with each other the whole time through. Yeah. It she she's a cow. So the characters were so easily kind of set out for us as they came in. We just got a really weird backstory that. We didn't necessarily need, mm. like, every single time, and it was like a trope. Every character was just such a trope. Like, um, Olivia's, like, this girl with, like, this rigid moral compass yeah. that is, like, <laughs> pointed north. That thing is faultless. Like, they were doing this, like, utilitarian experiment. Like, oh, would you rather kill everyone in Mexico or save your friends? And she said she'd rather, like save the entire population of Mexico over her friends, and everyone was like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Not only was she the strongest moral compass in the whole film, like, mm. characters, but the other characters hated her for that, and, like, <laughs> they were the worst, too, because they were so upset when she said she would rather kill five people, her friends, or and what, save, like, than save, like, of millions of the Mexican people in this scenario. So, I mean, her friends were not happy about that, especially old uh, Marky. Yeah, Mar- I mean, uh, to be honest, if I had a friend that would actually say that, I would probably think they're a bit of an asshole as well. Well, it was a bit of a, like, stupid-ass question yeah. to be like, which would you prefer to do, kill everyone in Mexico or kill the five people that yeah. you're in the room with right now I- in this hypothetical situation? Yeah. It was but that's a bit of a foreshadowing when you think. Oh, it's a complete foreshadowing. Like, they... They just, but it's so blatant. It's like with the pen, they're like, oh, my lucky oh, pen. I wrote like, down, I'm like, he's going to die by that pen. Literally, I was like, the second I saw that pen, I was like, that's going right into his eyeball. Yeah. And I know it. <laughs> I thought that was really creative what he did, because he went right into the eye, and then, and then he, he turned around and went, slammed, bang, his, slammed his, head his head into the wall. wall. I was like, that's one way to do it. Like, he definitely nailed it. I was there. glad to see him go. Yeah, he, he was, was a bit of an asshole. He was, um, they, with the um whole... Olivia and Lucas situation oh. how she's in love with her best friend's boyfriend. Oh, so I nice. was so confused at the start because they established their relationship before I knew that she was boyfriend and girlfriend with like yeah. like she Olivia touched Lucas hand and there was this really awkward moment. I was yeah. like why was that awkward just now? And it turns out it's because they're not dating. Around, yeah, Marky turns around and makes out with Lucas. And I'm I was like, that was like, a weird way to do things. Like, I think it was like they, like the director was trying to get us to start rooting for them. At, like, right then, away. they were like, oh my god, these people should totally be together and you should totally support this. But I was like, yeah, I don't care if any mm, of these the people The old bait and switch. Yeah, that's what, <laughs> one of the things. Like, 
we have absolutely zero cares for any of these characters. Like, it was... One, they're not very nice people at and all. And they're not well made. Like, I mean, especially with Marky and her dad's death, like, that is a really touchy subject for a lot of people. And, I mean, she just... I think it was, like, in the first, like, 15 minutes of the movie or something when she's talking with Olivia and she's like, well, you know what? My dad just killed himself. You know, you were so helpful then. And it was like... And then they referenced it, like, three or four other times. It's like, could you not have just brought it in, like, then? Did it have to be now? Like, I feel like they just did that, and especially with, like, the gay Asian guy. Mm. They did that, like... They made this whole thing about how his dad was super homophobic, and then he was forced in the game to tell his dad the truth. And he told him the truth, and he was fine with it. it At first, like, I was like, why? Because I'm always sus point? when they put a gay character yeah. in, and it's not the crux of their character. I'm like, okay, is this being a was progressive kind of movement? Was this like to appeal to the new generation that's so mm-hmm. accepting? And then it played into the fact that it would come into like this big moment in the game where you would have to decide whether you die or tell your dad that you're gay. But it didn't even end up being that. Like, he didn't even say anything to his dad. Like, it was so shit. Like, it was just... It was very anticlimactic because we had never met the dad before then. Yeah. We didn't know that he was, like... I mean, we heard what the kid had said. It was, like, a shot of a police car. And I'm like, so has he just been pulled over? Like, what is this? But what I will say about his dad, he nailed being a cop. Like, he just came in with that (laughs) cop stance. I was like... That's, a, that's, a, that's cop. a cop right there. <laughs> like, I believe it. That's method acting. Um, but yeah, it was just like, there was nothing that kind of came from that. I was like, well, I'm sure there'd be conflict. There was conflict with everything else that happened. Like, every other like thing that happened, every other truth or dare that they did, there was a fight that broke out or something or other. But he did something that theoretically wouldn't go well. Mm. And it's fine. It was like, this is clearly just... I don't know, to me, I just saw it as, oh, they just added him in because they thought it would be, you know, they needed some kind of, something for this character to have. Yeah. But even then, he was just killed off in such a shitty, lazy way. Yeah. And his dad was such a fuckhead about it as well. He was like, I need you to beg for your life. I'll explain later. And his dad was like, but why? That's true. It's like, just fucking do it. Yeah, I guess they weren't understanding the rules of the game, which is another just headache inducing thing well no one believed them which i wouldn't believe i wouldn't believe them either as if you would and oh there was this one part um when they say when they first trying to convince people that this is something that's happening when actually um olivia is trying to convince her friends that this is happening it's a thing a technique that script writers call lampshading where (laughs) something is so outrageous like like something so um, yeah, outrageous done in the script that in order to make it less outrageous, they make the characters themselves highlight how stupid it sounds. Uh, Does that make sense? Yeah, so it's kind of like so what, literally lampshading the lamp, which is the crazy idea. Yes, yeah, so what Lucy says at one... Oh, sorry, I should say Olivia. What Olivia says at one point is that it looked like a creepy Snapchat filter, which it does. It does look like that, and it looks stupid. It looks really But by stupid. making... The character in the film acknowledged that it was stupid. Yes. It's a technique of making it the audience be like, "Oh wait, they get it." So, no, like, I just thought that was equally as stupid as the face itself. Which can we talk about the face for a second? Oh it's God, like half face. the time I was like, "Is there a filter on their face right now?" 
the other time I was like, oh yeah, they, that is they're just dis- doing disgusting. That face. <laughs> yeah, I just thought they were doing like tilting their neck but down and doing the I face. Was like, oh, for some shots, I was kind of like, oh no, they're just doing the face. There's nothing going on like no post production wise. Like, but definitely for some, I was like, oh no, there's definitely something going on in post on that face. But for some shots, I was like, no, that's. It's definitely nothing. Yeah, when, They're just doing that face. But I tried doing it before and I couldn't do yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> in the mirror. Like, when, like, Lucy, yeah. when Lucy Hale was on top of um, Tyler in, in bed oh, and they yeah, were having when sex, like having when sex. she did it, she looked like a fucking China doll or some shit. One of those big eyes paintings. Oh, she definitely had the face for it. Yeah, she, she and there's the little pixie. No, not pixie. What do you pixie. call that cut? It's like a little Darth Vader helmet. Uh, bowl cut? Yeah, bowl cut. I don't, I don't know. We'll have to get a hairdresser um, on here. Friendly. Oh, I just want to say, I really can't stand um, Marky's eyeliner in the first scene. It was really bad. Oh. I didn't I like it. it. Was it on thick or? It was too thick and it just wasn't right for her eye shape. And I was like, I don't like this character off the bat because I would not trust anyone that does it right. But was it like, like establishing that. the fact that she was like. A slut, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> That's, they were like, this is what sluts wear. <laughs> yeah, this is what sluts wear. All black, short shorts, and shitty eyeliner. God. Um, God. So who was first to go? It was it was Ronnie in the pool. Ron, Ron. The, at, the, at the bar. Because he was dead to get his dick out, and then someone said, no, nah, he's got a small dick. And he then he's like, shy. oh, fuck it, I'm yeah. not doing it then. And then he died. <laughs> and like, what a way to go. And you think he's going to get impaled, and it was a bit of a like, ooh. Yeah. And then he just breaks his neck on the end of a table. Yeah. And he was the one I said, yes, he's going to die first. Because oh, he was such was... a throwaway character. They I... literally threw him yeah. into the group. I mean, I wasn't kind of guessing who was going to stay, but I feel like they should have made him stay. Because Ronnie. that would have been a really good character development for him. Instead of, like, he would have turned from this asshole into, like, a guy who, you know, they could develop a they relationship could've... there. Oh, yeah, that's And he could have stayed with them till the end and everyone else could have died and they would have been like, oh, wow, Ronnie, like, you know, thanks so much. You were so great. But no, they were just like, they didn't have that foresight. They were just like, oh, yeah, he's an asshole. Kill him first. The whole way through it. They wanted us to know that yep. he was an asshole. I mean, Ronnie, run, run. I think <laughs> he was definitely very authentic to himself. Like, I don't know. I put him comfortable. as... comfortable. Yeah. I mean, I put him as my shining star. Oh, <gasps> Did you? I literally put Run Run as my shining star. Can I read out one of my favourite quotes from okay, him? Okay, yes. I've got a lot. Okay. I don't really <clears throat> put Ronnie as your favourite star, or your shining star. Um, There was just one part where he says, tight, in a really great way. And I was like, that's awesome. Then he says, this is when um, when the, when the guy Carter, who I hated from the start, I knew it was no good news, because I hate the emotional nice guy trope. And he was just, he was like, you can't have had a worse week than me. Ugh. I was like, fuck <laughs> you. That's way too much information to be sharing as a complete stranger. Um, so basically, like, Olivia is talking with Carter, and then Ronnie comes up and interrupts and is like, oh, take your top off or whatever. And then Carter's like, no, like, she's a lady. You should be nice. And then so Ronnie says this, because people are like, oh, Ronnie's shots in the background. And then he says this. I can't say it under shots. Everyone knows that. So that's why I'm leaving. Not because of what you said. And then he just walks off. And I was like, that is excellent. Like, it's so good. Um, what else did he say? Um, BME bro. It's like an office oh, reference God. there. Tight. Um, and then you can't keep Ron Ron from a party. Stop. I can't I believe love you. it. Shining star. Do you, you're not going to like... Do you want to know who my shining star is? God, who is it? Just tell me. Either him or the cop dad.
It was the cop that. <laughs> he was so accepting. He was Come so on. good. Look, I loved him. He was a fucking great cop. <laughs> he was he good was as like, a he was a good as a cop, and then so he was good. like, he died in a stupid way. No, he didn't die. Oh, sorry. He his son he, died. His son died at the hands of his fault. And I'm saying he's stupid well, his for that. Stupid colleague he just, just wouldn't be like. Saw a guy with a gun like, and shot him. Yeah. Person of color with a gun. Yeah. Boom. Literally, but it's like where were you at all and the school a... shootings, bruh? Like, yeah. <laughs> God. And he from the back too. He just shot him. Yeah, he just went crazy. Is that cop policy? Who knows? Mm, I don't know. Don't why. ask. Shoot. Yeah. Was that like a little nod to Black Lives Matter? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I don't think they had the foresight for that. Um. <laughs> Oh yeah, I loved in the when they were doing the truth or dare. I loved that just like instant read from Tyson because, um, with the actual like medium that I watched this movie through, mm-hmm. it was a the handheld camera, mm-hmm. so I couldn't tell which characters were which for a good like first fifteen minutes of the movie. I was like, is that them or is that them? So I thought Tyson was the gay character. Oh okay. Like, <laughs> at this point in the movie, this is like fifteen minutes in. And he just instantly reads Olivia, and he's like, "Why are you in love with Lucas?" And oh, I was like, "Oh, I know." <laughs> As if he came out with that, everyone shits on Olivia in this. They shit on her for being a YouTube person, like Which they, she shouldn't be. They gave her so much shit, so many times for being like, "Oh, you should just post it to your followers, or you should do this." And she was like, "No, my private life is for Snapchat." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, Shut and up. I was like, "This is so stupid." And then, they, and then. That guy says he picked her out because she was um, a pushover and all this. And then bloody Tyson's out here saying, "Yeah, why are you sleep?" Like, he just outed her. He literally was like, everyone knows that you're in love with Lucas. But, but no, Marky ga- didn't know. No, the game was already, wasn't even in session then. Like, he was... They were just playing the game. He was, he was just, just being an asshole. Just... Oh, Which, God. Yeah. See, this is what we mean by, like, the characters are all so horrible. And it's, like, it's really hard to believe that they are friends because... Like, you wouldn't even say that to your friend, even, like, a fun way. Like, that's a mean thing to do. Just, it's like, such just straight up. odd group of people. Yeah. All just hanging out. And they're supposed to be either between 22 and 23 years old. Yeah. Which I don't think any of them actually are. No, Lucy Hale is, like, 28. Yeah. But she still looks, like, 13. Yeah, she can get away with that. She can she's, get away with that. She's, like, got a tiny face and an even tinier body. Um... Let's see, what else? Oh, yeah. I just wrote this down. When they were talking about, like, when they had started up the rules, like, making playing the game and the missionary, um, the guy that led them into this is a real stickler for the rules. Because he was, like, getting angry at everyone because they weren't taking the game seriously. And they're like, no, you really got to do this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, bruh, come on, dude. It's like like six drunk people. They don't give a fuck. No. But... (sighs) You know, he was setting them up. Yeah, I guess. I, I guess. mean, at that point, I didn't was... know, but... Oh. No. Well, I mean... You went a little <laughs> sus towards him. Oh, of course it was, but I was like, wh- like, where are we actually getting into here, but... Um, um Oh, there was such an awkward cut between uh, The Truth or Dare when um Lucas does the nudie run, don't you think? It was like, suddenly everyone's oh, really yeah, quiet and, like, looking around, and it was like, oh... He's doing a nudie run. Yeah, because he runs through the shot with his dick out, and you're like, oh, okay, so that's what happened. Like, it was... And I was wondering, like, because there's a there was a scandal behind that 
the actor who had uh, he was a subject of the uh, iCloud leaks. Oh. Yeah. So I wondered whether they like that was like a little shade. Shade because like oh everyone like everyone could see it if they wanted to. So just get him to do the nudie run through the and he must oh, be yeah. like unabashed by now. Because I, I was reading yeah. one of his um, interviews about he commented on it and he said he doesn't care that his nudes got leaked to the world. And so I was like, oh, okay, so maybe that's why they got him to do the little nudie run. Maybe they were just like, who's going to do it? And he's like, well, my dick is already yeah. on public display, so I might as well. I mean, if you just Google it, I'm sure you could find it somewhere. Yeah. On Reddit or whatever. Yeah, Reddit would definitely have Reddit it. Reddit would definitely have it. Um, One of the greatest lines also came from the gay character whose name... Brett. I, Brad, Brett? Brad Chang. Brad Chang. Okay, Brad Chang. Brad Chang. Um, So Brad Chang, he said something when... When basically they were talking about him coming out to his dad, he was like, oh yeah, he was fine with it, which number one annoyed me. And I then, think I'm going to know what you're And then they face. were like, dude, how did you not know? Oh. Your ringtone is Beyonce. And then he's like, everyone loves Beyonce. Like in the sassiest, gayest voice that he hasn't put on for the entire movie, he suddenly just turns into like the most yas queen gay of all time. <laughs> and he's like, everyone loves Beyonce. It's like, okay. Great line. A three-dimensional character at last. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> cringing at that point. There was also another weird line when um, Penelope is like to Tyson, I thought I was your lucky pen. Yeah, because her name's Penelope and they call her pen. Oh! Sure. See, that went straight over my head. Yeah, I just do realized you think it now. That, do you think they named her Penelope for that just line? A hundred percent. There Four is people no around reason the table. why her name should be Penelope. Except to set up for that lucky pen line. Yeah, that was... Okay, I reckon the the, enti- the idea of him killing himself by the pen was the first idea they came up with for this movie. And they based everything around that. Yes. Either that or the Mexican hypothetical. Like, would you rather kill everyone in Mexico or yeah, the five people in this room? Yeah, they probably saw some, like... BuzzFeed article or like a TED talk about utilitarianism. They they <laughs> grasped the most basic concept of it they could find and they just ran with it. I mean, like, this idea, truth, like the whole truth or dare idea and if you don't do the day, you die. I mean, this could have been good. It could have been. I don't like the face thing. Why did they have to do the, the face, face thing? The face was stupid. The only thing that was good is when, actually, no, it still wasn't good, but when the dead old man asked... Brad. Brad. He's... Yeah, okay. That was kind of creepy, and I was like, oh, okay. And at that point, I was kind of like, okay, so there's demons involved. But... Mm. I don't know. I mean, it like... definitely took a different turn than I thought. I didn't think it was going to be like, oh, it's like hallucinatory. Like, they weren't actually seeing the face. Like, it, the face wasn't actually happening to them. They were just visually seeing, the seeing face, it. Like, it's like, why would you... Hallucinating, see? because remember, she's in the library, and she's surrounded by all the people, but they didn't actually surround her. She yeah. just thought they were... And I was like, oh, this is not what I thought it was going to be. I yeah. thought it was going to be like a possession of each person. And that's yeah. why they were doing the face. But it yeah, was more like a... the people that were possessed killed her. Because it kind of jumped from her being possessed to like her seeing people do it. So was she... Were they actually possessed the whole time? Like, why didn't they just be possessed and not... Yeah, the whole you know, point of the like, demon... Because then them asking Truth or Dare, it was like something else was in Possessed... And then Sorry. when they chose not to, the demon, like, jumped out of whoever possessed or whatever possessed them to ask the question and then jumped into them and killed them. 
Like, it was so dumb and so confusing. Like, why not have it just affect other people and then they kill you? Yeah, no. I just... I feel like... No, that's still the one word. It I was mean, so, so confusing. That's what I mean about the rules of the universe. That, and then they just directly broke them. All the time. All the time. And I'm like... It kind of fucks with the audience because it's like you established the rules and now you're just like, actually, no, it doesn't fit in with what's where I'm going with the plot. So I'm yeah. going to go directly against that. Yeah. I think, actually, no, I'm going to go back on the best iteration of, like, the demon coming out. I think the best one was when the demon came, got into the video of the dead dad. Oh. And then I was like, work. Because I kind of saw it coming and then she brought out the phone and I'm like, okay, the phone's going to be involved. And then she was watching the video. I was like oh, shit, they about to do that to her? Like, that's a little bit of a fuck around. Like, I don't know. I thought that was definitely the best kind of possession. And that one looked really creepy. It was definitely creepy because he had, like, the whole video grit, but also it could have been the handheld camera. Yeah. <laughs> Who would have known? It could have been the dodgy way we It was out of focus it. for half the movie, so I was just trying to guess what faces were going on. But, yeah. Um, yeah, all I wrote was just the face is ridiculous for like, and that was all I wrote for a good like half an hour because that's all was happening because it's so repetitive. It, like you're literally just watching them play turn, take turns of playing this game. Yeah, I um, what did I write down? Oh, when Olivia says it's just mm. after old mate Pel- uh, Penelope has survived her fall from mm. the roof, lands on the car or whatever, which. She wouldn't have survived that. Olivia, oh, which made me thought about, you know, when drunk people fall off, like, high places, it's like you're more likely to survive because you're so relaxed. Do you know that? And because mm-hmm. it's the tensing up that really that gets really you. really gets you, yeah. But, I mean, whatever. Like, that was they still all that very stupid. They had that shitty college mattress. Mm-hmm. That was meant to On be her saving grace. Mm-hmm. I can ask, I don't know. I don't think it would have saved her in real Probably life. Probably not. She would have broken a hip or something. Yeah, she would anyway, have a fracture. So after that's happened, Olivia says, this is all my fault. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah. yeah but was. as soon as Marky hops on and agrees with her, like, yeah, this is all your she fault. She then... She flips jumps and goes, on the defensive. actually, you know what, Marky? I didn't even want to come to this vacation to Mexico. Yeah, anyway, Mexico. so it's actually your fault because you told everyone that I had shingles and so I had to go to Mexico and then I had to find that guy and then I had to go to this missionary and that's why we're all dying this is like, another example of these both characters being super annoying one flip-flopping mm. saying oh it's all my fault actually no it's your fault and the other one just being a straight-up bitch and saying yeah <laughs> the greatest flip-flop is from olivia at the very end of the movie because the end of the movie this is how it ends so their solution is because because of this old mexican lady and her mexican spell that causes the mexican demon to come out and it's all mexico's fault Apparently, like that's that's the that, rule. Yeah, of this movie. Is, Don't yeah. go to Mexico. Um, so basically, once we get into the whole spiritual thing, the old woman that they have to go see, she was a nun at the monastery. So they go see this nun, and she can't talk. And they're like, "Oh, she's just taken a vow of silence." What is? So she's writing down in perfect, perfect English, English, in perfect English, like syntax, everything on point the best writing that's been done this whole movie so um she's writing down the spell that they have to say and that the person who started the game who broke the bowl who was later revealed to be sam uh well carter like no because they they just gave him two different names for no fucking reason i guess his last name could be carter but no it wasn't it was something else like it's there's no reason why he should have two names but anyway he has two names so 
she basically said that they, when she was young, they brought the demon to the monastery because the priest was like a pedophile or like he was like sexually abusing all the nuns. So they brought, they summoned the demon and then they put the demon away. And they had to put the demon away by cutting out the tongue of whoever summoned the demon mm-hmm. and then they sealed it in a pot. It's revealed in by far the grossest scene of the whole movie, which is pretty sad, that the person who summoned the demon was the old woman herself. Because she opens her mouth really dramatically and you see her little stub of a tongue <laughs> where there's still a fucking tongue there, mind you. Like, yeah. It's like a little she tiny just piece missing. The little bit at the end. So like you could definitely still talk with that. Um, and then it's revealed that she's the one that put it away. So when Carter was with his friends messing around, um, he broke the pot, which brought the demon out. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Um, he broke the pot, which brought the demon out. So the solution is, I feel like I'm just having to explain this because it's so dumb. Mm. So the solution is that whoever broke the pot and brought the demon out needs to be the one that puts the demon away again. So he had to then, they all had to go to the Me- go to the Mexican monastery, recite this spell seven times, which is way, way too many excessive. times, and then he had to cut his tongue out, which he wasn't aware of until they got to the missionary because they had to get him there somehow, and then he had to cut his tongue out and put it in the pot. Now he dies before he has to put it in the pot because the demon possessing Lucas kills him and then kills himself when he can't do his final dare, which is to kill either Olivia or Marky. So he then sacrifices himself, killing Carter in the process, so then there's no end to this game. So Lucy's, Lucy Howell, Olivia's solution, the person who had this massive utilitarian leaning in the first part of the movie, her solution is to invite everyone to the game through her fucking YouTube channel. And now everyone's playing, killing each other and dying. Calling back to the original, would you rather save your friend or kill however many people? So I just th- was thinking about this and I'm like, would they really... Firstly, I was thinking about how painful it would be to cut off your own tongue and whether I could do it, personally. I'd have to be... Bit of an if. I'd have to have someone else do it for me, I think. I, I definitely was like... I thought they were going to pull out his tongue and freaking slice it off. And then she was like, I can't do it for you! Yeah. And I'm like, oh my god. made up that, yeah. It's so annoying. It's maybe she just did so she could get out of doing it. Yeah, and then, and then he's actually he's doing it. His mouth he, was bloody. He did it. Or he fully did it, did he? He, he, he cut just out didn't his put it in. The, but it didn't get in the pot in time. Didn't get in the little pot. Didn't seal, seal it with seal wax. Seal it with wax. It's so fucking dramatic. It's like, <laughs> God. Um. Secondly, I th- was thinking, would I really want to save my? Like, I knew what the game would do. I knew how horrible it had been for me and my friends. Would it really be that bad? They had a gun. Would it really be that bad just to shoot you two? And then instead they decide to upload it to the internet, unleashing like The Ring, which is a far better horror movie. Yeah, literally the same as The Ring at the end. Yeah. Although there's no guarantee that this thing would go viral. Well, well, it was implied because there were heaps of people watching it. I'm like, who the fuck watched it? Yeah, it it was implied, but that's what I mean, like, did she really have that many, like, I guess... That's what I'm saying. Like, who is watching this bitch on YouTube? What has she got to say? As soon as it was, like, tr- truth or dare... And that they counted on... 
So I guess now they it eventually may come back around to them. Oh yeah, but assuming that hundreds of thousands of people watch the video, then they have time to kind of figure it out, I guess, or they just have time to live their lives in the in the in the meantime. And provided that they kind of stay out of harm's way, then the the truth and the dare probably won't be too insane. True. Because they were really in pretty crazy circumstances. Like you know, it started off kind of fun, and then it got really dark because they had all those weapons and stuff on them. That's true. Um, also, it was really shitty that they made Marky keep the gun her dad killed himself with. Oh, we just glossed lazy. over the gun, the dad thing too. Totally lazy. Oh, and then that. That was did that he necessary. He, Is that what happened, or did he, he try? Almost, he tried to. She never, because it's PG. Oh yeah, no. See, he he wouldn't have raped her then. He just. It was just implied that he made a move and said that she was sexy and tried to kiss Olivia. And she was like, no, you're my best friend's dad and you're an old man. I don't want to do that. And then he like, kept on trying and, then he was and then like, she said, you'd be better off dead. Like, that's kind of a jump. That's what made me think that he did rape her. But even then, I don't know. That was a, that's a pretty strong thing to say to someone. And then he was an alcoholic. So he shot himself. And then it was this big old thing. And then Marky went crazy at Olivia. And she was like, I can't believe it. Yeah. Oh, and then she left. And then she was, yeah. And then she was like holding the gun to her head. And then Olivia comes in and she's like, holy shit. And then she's like, oh, no, he tried before. It's not your fault. So it's like, then, bitch, why are you mad at her? And why are you holding the gun to your head like that? It's like, you clearly, like, from a logical perspective, you can see that this isn't really as big a deal. But I didn't really think it was... I didn't think we even needed all that that anyway. (sighs) They were just looking for some juicy thing that they could be like, oh, it would be horrible if... Mm she had to tell them that just like the gay thing like it's something they had to think of something oh what's some horrible truth what's the worst thing that could possibly happen and you have to do it otherwise you die like what would stop what would actually make people want to choose between telling the truth and dying mm. and i guess being gay is one of those things and yeah, this guy getting raped by your dad worth it. yeah i mean Ugh. these are just some sloppy things also <laughs> just want to say when they they're in down in mexico getting the little translator the uh spell of the old lady mm. and it's in spanish so he's like oh god this is in spanish then they're driving all the way back to the u.s and they wait until they give it to brad for him to be like oh, if yeah. my ap spanish serves me right from four years ago it says something like I mean, guys, just whip out the phone that is in your pocket. You can literally take a photo of things now. Like, you can literally take a photo and translate it. Like, you don't even have to type it. They waited for however long it took them to get back to Brad, Brad Chang, for him to guess at how, what it says. Just, ugh. It's infuriating. There was too much useless phone action in this movie. Definitely. they would just, you know, you would see her using the phone all the time. I'd be like, get off the fucking phone. People are dying. Like, get off the phone. And that was the thing. These friends left each other alone a lot, considering... That they were like, we that have they to knew. stay together. Like, they left old mate, um, alcoholic alone, Penelope, Penelope. after her bloody boyfriend. boyfriend had just died. She didn't seem very upset, by the way. Yeah, she was taking huge swigs, but she wasn't, like, emotionally too distraught. She threw up, which I would assume would be... From the alcohol. I just thought she was really stressed out. No, I don't think so. Anyway, so they left her. Fuck about her. They clearly were like. They left her alone. Like, pretty sure they left all that Brad Chang alone quite a lot. Um, they always left 
um, that Maki. They went to Mexico without Maki. They were like, oh, she's they right. Fuck <laughs> about Maki. The thing that I didn't get was like how he was like when he said that he had to tell Olivia the truth about how he felt about her. He was like, oh yeah, I've always had eyes for you, blah blah blah. And then at the end, he's like, oh no, I really love Maki. I'm like, what's the truth? Like, what's yeah. the actual tea? Like, or what about when? The, the um, <laughs> Olivia gets truth or dare and she chooses dare and we never hear the monster say it but apparently she gets dared to fuck Lucas oh yeah and like yes it's true but it's just so funny because it's like oh, of course Olivia. yeah I was like like I was on Marky's side then I was like this my oh, little bitch, bitch is like, like yeah it's probably like she got dared to tie her shoes together or something <laughs> she did it and then was like, like oh shit <laughs> yeah. god like at that point, I knew it was going to happen, and I was just like, oh, like I let out the first audible <laughs> groan, because I was just like, I just, and it was like the, sh- the shittest sex scene ever, because of PG-13, and it was Oh, like, yeah, it was just her on top of him. Yeah, it was so boring. They could have had pants on. Yeah, and they then, definitely and had then pants he on. was like, oh, no, and then she was like, oh, no, you don't have to do this, like, you know, I just have to do it, and he was like, no, it's okay, I want to do it, and then he was like, oh, no, I really love Marky, I'm like, Pick one! Pick a lane, mate. Which one? God, so bad. I'm so happy he was dead by the end of it. Like, honestly... I thought he was going to live. I I didn't think... I thought Marky was going to die before Lucas. They should have just gotten the fucking tongue in the pot, and then they all could have lived. And then we would have just been like, okay, this movie has a definite end. Because they they tried to do the cliffhanger thing, but the problem is... No one cares. No one cares. And they really were hoping for us to be rooting for the friendship the whole time uh, between Marky and Olivia. Yeah. But because no. in the end they were like, do you trust me? I trust you. You have to trust me. Take this dare and don't do and it. Don't do it. And, and then you she could die did it anyway. Then, but she I, shot her. That's the thing though. Like, I don't get it because she... Okay. No. So you don't do a dare, you die. That's... Yeah. That's the key. Like, if you that don't is... do the dare, you die. Marky didn't do the dare. And she lived. But she shot her in the arm by accident. Or she... But, so she, like, technically did it? Yeah. But then... I didn't see that at all. Olivia I just was telling her the whole me. time not to do the dare yeah. at the end. She's like, don't do it. Trust don't me. do it. Trust me. And then she didn't die. The demon came in and she was like, well, what about you, demon? And the demon was like, girl, please. Yeah, you really think I'm going to do like this? That. Yeah. Like the demon was like done with her shit at this point. They've been dealing with her the whole movie. They were like, bitch, please. You really think this whole time I've been playing along too? Yeah. Like, No. She tried to flip and it then, And then they did. He was like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to do it this one time. And then she was like, how do we fix this? And he was like, bitch, like, you think you can? Yeah. <laughs> he was so done. Like, he was like, girl, no. And then, like, he left and Marky came back to life. It was like, okay, fine. <sighs> Not good. So bad. Not good. Um, have I got anything else? Yeah, it was super anticlimactic, the ending. It wasn't even, like, a cliffhanger because it was, like, Great, now everyone's got it, and you've just gone back on your whole entire moral compass. It's just flipped around. Yeah. I literally stopped writing as soon as I saw the face. I was like, there's nowhere to go from here. (laughs) It was so bad after that. Once they were heading down to Mexico, I definitely stopped typing so many notes. How does a university student have the time to go down to Mexico? I guess they were at the end of their 
No, they're well, on no, spring, spring break. break. They still they got the rest of the spring semester. Break. Spring break is only for a week, and then they got the semester. That's to like go. the most important part of the semester. It is. There's like exams and shit. So they were just like they were in the hanging out, it. drinking mojitos. I wish my semesters were like that. Mm. I would literally rather have my friends die than go through the semesters that I go through. Well, no offense. There you go. <laughs> Truth or dare. Truth or dare, right? Oh my god, there should be a new one called Would You Rather. Would you rather? Oh like yeah, well, there you go. There's your there's your yeah. Um, sequel. Yeah. Would you rather sleep with your best friend's boyfriend or die? Like they're every every, <laughs> every would you rather die or die? Yeah. I love that. And then that. it's like another monastery that also had an abusive priest, and they also had to like a demon infiltrated the game that they were playing. Girl, no. Um. I said there should be a, 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 a spin-off where it's Truth or Dare hosted by Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey. I was also thinking of a spin-off, but instead of like Lucy Hale, they should do a reboot, reboot but with like Jake Paul or Logan Paul, so it's like an Ugh. actual YouTuber. Because I reckon if, if Olivia was a real YouTuber, she'd be in Team 10. Ugh. What's Team 10? That's like um, Jake Paul's like... Thing. Gang? Yeah. Or the Low Gang. Ugh. <laughs> That's disgusting. Yeah, I know. Not a fan. I feel like she would want her friends to get in on that. And that's why I think that Logan Paul would have been a really good match for this movie instead, because he's just as awful as. And then they should have just put it up face. on YouTube Red or whatever it's called. Yeah. And let it die there. Yeah. Instead of. Well, I mean, what is. Oh, actually, no, because this movie came out early 2018. This year, but it's not on. I think you can buy it. Could have worked. I don't think it's on a streaming, but... Because his suicide thing happened on the 3rd of January, so he would have had, like, a couple of days grace there. But is he... Isn't he still, like, okay? No. No, I mean, like, isn't... Doesn't... He didn't... His career didn't die, is what I'm saying. Uh. No, he didn't. Oh. He's still there. Yeah, I know. That's what I mean, like... It's so annoying. He's still getting those followers. But I think it's kind of, like, symbolic of this movie, because once again, like... No consequences were faced. Mm. Like, this whole time, like, the whole issue was like, no one believes us. So they go to the, the police station. The police, like, oh, so what happened? And then they were like, yeah, we don't believe you, but you can go home now. It's like three people around you are dead, and they're like, yeah, look, we don't believe you, but you can go home. It's like you're the same people that have been in every single murder so far. But you've got nothing to do with this. Yeah, we we've got nothing you. to hold against you to hold you in content. It's like the evidence is overwhelming. That they're literally showing the messages on the phone. And yeah. And it's like, yeah. What's up with this? Yeah, you're not being arrested yet, so I guess you can go. It's like, so unrealistic. Um, But Logan Paul doesn't know about consequences either, so that's why he'd be perfect. Yeah, I agree. Review? Review. Uh, do you have a review? I have a snippet. I'll see if I can find it. Hold on. Oh, yeah, and, like, they also did Happy Death Day, which I don't think was good either. But no. I don't think it is but either, but I... has so many movies. Like, they have so many. Wait, they did Happy Death Day? Because they um, fully tried to market it. I have a fidget What's spinner that has Happy, Happy Death, Day? Death Day on it. Yeah. Well, I'm sure they did some. Didn't they do a Snapchat filter for this one? For this one, yeah, because yeah. it looks like a 
The Snapchat filter. Yeah, well, I guess they may have had to get the rights to say Snapchat. Well, they said Snapchat a couple of times, so I reckon they would have. Yeah, <laughs> so Snapchat. They really got their money's worth. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So this is the this is the review that I got. This one from Roger Ebert. It's from it's by Simon Abrams. Written by Roger from the grave. Work, Roger. We miss you every day. So, Blumhouse's Trooper dares the showgirls of post-Scream slasher movies. It's not campy, nor emotionally evolving enough to be more than the sum of its ungainly parts. This is a PG-rated horror movie where college seniors are persecuted by a haunted version of Trooper Dare, a party game that's more menacing than Twister, but not as dangerous as Spin the Bottle. I love that. I would watch one for Spin the Bottle, where the bottle bottle is a gun. Just break the bottle. See, I'm not even a fan of horror movies. Like, I avoid them at all costs, and I was not scared. Like, I walked out of Paranormal Activity. I had to get my mum to come pick me up when I was, like, 16 because Paranormal Activity was too scary for me. This was bad because it's a PG-13 horror movie. You can't make a PG-13 horror movie. You can't do it. Because where's the point? They're both counteracting. Yeah, it's like a... It's oxymoronic. Like, if you made a horror movie and it came out with the rating of PG maybe mm. but this one was clearly made with PG in mind yeah with like the intentions of grasping that audience let's make a horror movie for young children what's the scariest thing a child could encounter yes. truth or dare truth or dare it's like tell everyone who you've got a crush on and she was so scared in that moment like that was <laughs> the most scared she was the whole time she was like <gasps> <gasps> And, like, she wasn't scared for the rest of the movie. Like, she was just kind of like, oh, shit. But that one scene where they were like, we all know that you like Lucas. She People was like, shitting her pants. Bleh. Yeah. All right. I have one called, a review called Pure Garbage, written by <laughs> Mike Batter. Oh, my God. Is one this nine seven four two five. <laughs> written in yes. April 2018. All right. It's a shorty. Okay. Someone recommended this movie to me saying it was on par with Scream. They could make Scream 76 and it would still be better than this junk. In my 43 years of being alive, (laughs) so we've got his age. In my 43 years of being alive, I have never seen a worse movie in theatres than this. And I've seen a lot of movies. I used MoviePass for this and I even felt bad I wasted their money on this movie. (laughs) Boom. Thanks, Mike. My favourite 43-year-old. Oh on the website. I just love that singing, a 43-year-old was singing, <laughs> Truth or dare. I want to see what... I want. He went by himself, I reckon. Oh, really? I thought he was going with a teenage daughter. No. <laughs> There's not already a teenage that. daughter, not someone else's. No. <laughs> not Mark's dad here. Well, I don't know. Oh, my I've God. I've seen this movie. How do we even spell Marky? Like, I didn't even bother writing it down because I wouldn't know how to spell it. That's it's like Marky Mark. <laughs> Wahlberg. <laughs> I always thought that was M-A-R-K-Y Oh yeah, that is, damn Picture this movie, but instead of Marky It's Mark Wahlberg The entire time <laughs> It's like, just To an unbeknownst like, reason Mark Wahlberg is back in college And he's somehow <laughs> These people's friends <laughs> He's dating fucking Lucas Oh my god, no, we should remake this movie With all the members of Team Dan uh, And Mark Wahlberg <laughs> Oh, God. With Nick Crompton as the the gay guy. Oh, my God. All right, who do you want to give thanks to? I want to give thanks. Oh, Thanksgiving time. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Bring out the turkey. (laughs) Gobble, gobble. Gobble. Oh, fuck. (laughs) 
throwback. I didn't even consider that. Um, okay, I want to give thanks to Klaus Jevwello. What a fantastic, um, what a fantastic direction he had. Um, it was just going nowhere. And I mean, I want to give thanks to the guy who played Ron Ron because he made the movie <laughs> for me. Um, and also whoever played the the, the Asian cop. Because he was just good so one, Mr. Chang. Mr. Chang, Officer Chang. Officer Chang. What? Wait, what level of police do you think he would be? Because he seemed just like to be a beat cop. Like he was just hanging around. He was just detective. He man. was in the hospital for some reason at one point, and he was like, "What are you doing here?" And he's like, "My job." And I'm like, "This is a hospital. You're not a doctor. You're a cop." Maybe he's like a detective. Maybe because if he had to go to the hospital to investigate. Maybe, but he doesn't. I guess mm. the, the detectives wear that get up well Olivia Benson doesn't she just wears whatever she likes <laughs> yes. so I don't know. True. is this what we're going on oh, um I would love to give thanks to whichever of the four writers came up with the idea of Pen and Penelope Lucky Pen Lucky <laughs> Pen either I'm not even gonna say all their names um not Michael Jillian Jacobs Chris and Jeff oh wait Jillian Jacobs is her full name I thought that was two different people <laughs> There you go. Um, yeah, that's who I want to give thanks to. That and um, the cop. Yeah, the cop. That shot. <laughs> yeah, Brad Chang. Without even seeing or assessing the situation very harsh. I also want to give thanks to whoever manufactured those clay pots that they somehow had more than one of. <laughs> that had that same print on them. Every, like, she just, maybe she just makes them herself, old lady. Yeah. Oh, shout out to the tongue. Oh, the tongues. The, I mean, the this is the stuff. key of this movie. Nah. Yeah, amazing. All right. Um, I think that's really all. Uh, do we have anything else to say? Well, oh, do you have a get on that? Get on that. I do have a get on that, but okay. I'll let you go first. All right. Um, well, my get on that is another pod. Um, it's going to be... And That's Why We Drink. That is the name of the pod. It is. It features two lovely ladies from Los Angeles. They get together every week and one of them tells a true crime story and the other one tells a paranormal story and as we all know podcasts are saturated with these sort of things true crime and paranormal but these two lovely ladies do it whilst drinking one drinks wine the other one drinks milkshakes you do not have to be an alcoholic to enjoy it and there's a dog involved okay this is like a Brian from Family Guy situation no (laughs) it just they just have a dog the in the room and they say it. Sometimes they read out the dog's horoscope. Okay. It's lots of fun. Well, we have two dogs down here just just screaming and shouting. <laughs> just hollering at the bottom. What I about you, you? I think you told me about that one. Oh, by the way, I did actually I watch... I did tell you. Oh, did you watch... The, the toys that made us. Uh-huh. Um, Which episode did you watch? Which toy? I watched toy? the first one. I watched the Star Trek one. It was really interesting, it's but the hosts were very annoying. And I yeah, they... They're, yeah. they're quite... Uh, they're quite loud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're loud is one way to describe it. <laughs> um, um, so get on that, and that's why we drink is the yeah. name of that. My get on that is an album from, Ooh. forgive me because I'm going to pronounce it wrong. Her name's Carly Uchis. Mm-hmm. I've been following her for a really long time, and I like I followed her on Tumblr and stuff, so I didn't really like um, listen to her music all the time. Like I wasn't like, oh my god, like, you know. But... Um, her new album's really good. It's called Isolation. And it's kind of eclectic. There's definitely something for everyone on there. She works a lot with, like, Tyler, the creator. So there's, like, some really cool beats. Um, and 
she has like a Tame Impala style song, she has like some more jazzy kind of stuff, and I think she's Latina as well, so there's like a lot of influences there, so if you're into kind of like more dreamy kind of R&B stuff, then Lovely. How would we how would we find her on um, Spotify? She's on Spotify, Apple Music. She's all over the place. Oh, cool. So she's actually quite established. Oh yeah, yeah. Brilliant. What was her name again? Sorry. I don't want to say it again because I'm going to fuck oh. it. Kaliuchis. Okay. Yeah, she's Brilliant. great. Anyway. Anyway, so that's the pod. Ooh. Thanks. I hate it. Yeah, that's truth or dare. Thanks. We hate truth or dare. Mm. We really hate a truth or dare. What's on for next week? Who knows? Who knows? We Wait, never know. What should we see? What we can come up with now? All right. Well, we've there's we've got, we've got a few plans. We can uh, um. There's Catwoman. There's mm. um standing ovation. Those are the two that we've like know that really we really want to do. Yeah. I wrote down the next big thing, and I know who killed me just because they sound bad. Mm. I know who killed me is probably too close to truth or dare. So yeah, we won't do that maybe not another slasher one. I think, I mean, that was a really bad one, and we kind of want to, you know, move around the genres. Mm, definitely. And I mean, if I don't, I've never even heard of I Know Who Killed Me, so. Yeah, but just by from the name, can you not tell? Oh yeah. It's got um. Seven percent. Nice. It's got Lindsay Lohan in it. Oh well, that does tip the scale. Um, oh my god, Herbie Fully Loaded. That's one of the best movies of all time. Um, when Lindsay Lohan, Lohan gets it on with a car. Is that it? I don't think they fuck. <laughs> Kidding. Um, I can't think of one right now. But we'll totally have one, probably. Oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely. We're not going to get on here and not speak. Yeah. I just want to reiterate that we're not going to do anything really shit, like Birdemic or something, where it's, like, super low budget. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, like, we want the big budget stuff. I mean, this is probably going to be... Trooper Dare is probably going to be this the lowest budget movie that we do, considering the prestige that the production company has. Yes. So it's not going to be, like, us shitting on, like, Sharknado or something. I mean, you could put $100 million behind Sharknado and you're not going to get a move, good movie out of it, but, mm. like... You know, it's not going to be us just shitting on cheap movies. Like, these are bad movies. Yes, I exactly. Difference. I think we should go on another Sand Blues sabbatical soon. Oh, okay, yeah. I wouldn't be adverse to it. And um, we've got something really special planned for July as well. Oh, yeah, that's going to come up soon. Yeah. So we, we haven't really got much time left. We've got to watch as many bad movies as we can. Mm. We can do it. Oh, there's so many there. There's so many Sandler movies to choose from. We've just chosen it. You guys are going to love it. All right. Well, oh, we'll see you next week with another fun installment. Uh, you guys are going to love it, and we're going to hate it. And you guys are literally <laughs> going to hear what happens when we watch an Adam Sandler movie together. Because it never ends well. Never ends well. We always go a little bit insane. It always ends with us kind of crying at the end. And I always get a headache or a stomachache. Yeah, I get a stomach also. Oh, just a full-on ulcer. <laughs> I have an ulcer in my mouth right now. Me too, on my tongue. I'm going to go work. I have a, mine's right here on my, where yeah. my gum hits there my lip. Sexy. Not really. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, let's wrap this. Thanks so much up. for listening. We'll see you next week. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.